Coming up on InfoSecSync, experts and law enforcement are warning spectators of potential cyber attacks surrounding the Winter Olympics in China. Also ahead, the mounting threat of an attack in Ukraine has cyber experts on high alert. Plus, it's not a demon taking over your Tesla. How this German teenager got remote access to your car's functions. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSecSync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Also sponsored by Sirius Federal. Through high-level partnerships with the world's leading technology companies, Sirius Federal provides transformational technology solutions and services for the U.S. federal government. What's your mission? Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending February 4th, 2022. I'm Layla Goulin with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, great to see you this week. Great to see you again, Layla. How are you doing this week? Happy February. <laughs> it was just December, you know. What, what the heck is going on? I know, it's true. Well, it's the start of a Lunar New Year, and so I'm looking forward to a lot of prosperity for us both. Awesome, and we have a lot of cyber stories uh, this week, so let's get to it. Let's get right to it. Well, the FBI is warning entities associated with the 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games of potential cyber attacks targeting them. They say because of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, foreign spectators will rely on streaming services and social media to stay up to date with the Olympics. They say adversaries might attempt to disrupt such services using various techniques. Law officials say threat actors seeking to disrupt live broadcasts might launch distributed denial-of-service or ransomware attacks or could attempt to implant malware in the networks of hotels or transit and other service providers. The FBI tells service providers to maintain business continuity plans to use VPN services, monitor their networks, employ cybersecurity best practices, and make sure that they have applied the necessary patches to address potential threats. So with millions of people, Nick, watching on all platforms, this seems like the perfect storm to launch a cyber attack. And also, why would this year be any different from previous years, considering the Olympics have been accessed in the same way in previous years? You know, Layla, that's a, you are correct with the timing. Um, so what's happened since the last Olympics, there's been a lot more um, technology. Technology has, has advanced a lot more. So there's a lot more streaming. The phones are a lot faster. There's 5D. There's just so many, many more things that people are using with technology and, and social media for things to go awry. So they're actually taking advantage of it this time. Well, hopefully everything stays locked down, Nick. Well, we've got more to come. The Baltic conflict between Russia and Ukraine could spell cyber trouble here in the U.S. We'll be right back. Innovation, technology, it's evolving at a rapid pace. The growth of data in our space is outpacing the growth of humans. And that's one of the challenges with technology. It never ends. The federal government is the most important customer in the world. Being able to help any agency, any mill dep, any part of the intelligence community means that you're having a direct impact on the safety, the future of this government and the individuals that live in this country. You're helping many people do a much larger job than yourself.
With tensions mounting on Ukraine's eastern border, U.S. cybersecurity officials have grown increasingly concerned over the threat of direct cyber warfare carried out against Ukrainian networks. Officials say retaliatory attacks on Western nations intervening could also become a target. Symantec's Threat Hunter team has already outlined a specific Russian cyber espionage campaign conducted on a Ukrainian network in 2021. The group in question is monikered Shuckworm. Researchers say the group has leveraged phishing emails to inject remote access tools for reconnaissance and possible data exfiltration. The firm said the alleged Russian spies use malicious Microsoft Word attachments to plant back doors that allow for persistence and the delivery of more malware. Layla? Well, meanwhile, Britain is being urged to immediately bolster its business resilience capabilities due to an increased risk of fallout from cyber attacks targeting Ukraine. The alert from Britain's National Cybersecurity Center comes as 100,000 Russian troops remain massed on the border with Ukraine in advance of a potential invasion. While there is no known imminent danger that might directly target Britain, officials say malicious cyber incidents in and around Ukraine could cause damage to UK organizations. Specific guidance includes ensuring that all systems are patched and covered by a working backup and recovery plan, among other recommendations. So between the UK and the US, Nick, which sectors would you say are most at risk? Critical infrastructure, of course, water, electricity, um, public uh, networks, um, railway, things like that, just like it would be here in the U.S. So they really need to watch out. And speaking of industrial control systems, CISA and the Environmental Protection Agency have announced an industrial control system cybersecurity initiative for water and wastewater systems. Federal officials say their 100-day focuses on strategies for early detection of cyber threats and enables rapid sharing of data across the government to expedite analysis and action. White House officials have also reiterated a whole-of-government efforts to improve critical infrastructure security, including initiatives for the electric and natural gas pipeline subsectors. Officials say they have received initial commitments from more than 150 electric utilities serving more than 90 million Americans, along with multiple gas pipelines to deploy additional cybersecurity controls. Layla? Well, the U.S. Office of Management and Budget is upping the ante and pushing toward mature zero-trust architectures. The White House says the new strategy focuses on phishing-resistant multi-factor authentication asset inventories, and traffic encryption, among others. The Never Trust, Always Verify security concept eliminates rotating passwords with special characters in one year's time, and it stresses the importance of encryption around DNS requests and HTTP traffic. President Biden's cybersecurity executive order initiated a government-wide effort to instill security best practices and realize the benefits of cloud infrastructure. It will follow a five-key pillar outline in the areas of identity, devices, networks, appliances, and workloads, and data. Nick? The notorious North Korean Lazarus Group actor has been observed mounting a new campaign, also known as APT-38, Hidden Cobra, who is hacking team and Zinc, has been observed making use of the Windows Update service to execute its malicious payload, expanding the arsenal of living-off-the-land techniques leveraged by the APT group to further its objectives. 
The latest spear phishing attacks originate from weaponized documents with job-themed allures impersonating the American global security and aerospace company Lockheed Martin. Lazarus Group has been active since at least 2009. The threat actor was linked to an elaborate social engineering campaign targeting security researchers just last year. Layla? The FCC has voted to ban Chinese telecommunications carrier China Unicom from providing services within the U.S. The move comes amid a wave of FCC actions against Chinese carriers in recent years, citing concerns around state-sponsored cyber espionage. A spokesperson for China Unicom contends it has a good record of complying with relevant U.S. laws and regulations. China Unicom Americas sprang up in the U.S. two decades ago. But FCC officials now say the carrier poses a clear threat to U.S. national security. China Unicom's total subscribers reached 351 million in 2020. Nick? The cyber threat team at one of the nation's retail giants has dissected a new ransomware family dubbed Sugar. Walmart initially spotted the ransomware in November 2021. The Sugar ransomware family is written in Delphi and borrows objects from other ransomware families, which is valuable to cyber criminals as a ransomware as a service. Sugar mainly targets individual computers rather than enterprise networks. According to Walmart, one of the most interesting features of Sugar is its cryptor. Not only does it employ a modified version of the RC4 encryption, but code from the cryptor is being reused in the ransomware itself. With major ransomware operations announcing sh- uh, shutdowns, such as Black Matter, or being the target of law enforcement actions, Revel, new RAAS operations have a lot of space to prosper and even become established threats. Layla? Well, a politically motivated hacker group incorporated a previously undocumented remote access trojan that masquerades as the Windows Calculator app to stay under the radar. The Iranian actor known as Moses Staff dubbed the malware Strife Water and is tied to a series of espionage and sabotage attacks on Israeli entities. Moses Staff came to light toward the end of last year. Researchers unmasked a series of attacks aimed at Israeli organizations with the objective of disrupting the target's business operations by encrypting their networks with no option to regain access or negotiate a ransom. Strife Water comes with numerous features, including the ability to list system files, execute system commands, take screen captures, create persistence, and download updates and auxiliary modules. Nick? British snacks producer Kenyan Produce Snacks is the victim of a ransomware attack that caused some disruptions to its manufacturing and distribution operations. The German-owned company says it became aware of the attack on January 28th and that it immediately took the necessary steps to contain the incident. The company didn't say which ransomware family was involved in the attack, but the Russian-speaking cyber gang behind the Conti ransomware might be responsible. The company also said it has informed employees, customers, and suppliers of the incident, adding that it is keeping them informed of new developments. Layla? All right, Nick. Well, it's time for a break. When we return, millions of dollars in crypto gone. We'll be right back.
Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. More than 320 million gone in an instant following an apparent hack this week. One of the most popular bridges linking the Ethereum and Solana blockchains became the victims of the second biggest exploit ever in the burgeoning world of decentralized finance, or DeFi. The attack follows a $600 million crypto heist of the Poly Network, the largest attack to date on Solana. Solana is the cheaper and faster rival to Ethereum and is increasingly gaining traction in the non-fungible token and DeFi ecosystems. Ethereum is the most used blockchain network. Its programmable pieces of code known as smart contracts can replace middlemen like banks and lawyers in certain types of business transactions. Preliminary analysis shows that the attacker exploited a vulnerability on the Solana side of the wormhole bridge to create wrapped Ethereum tokens. These are pegged to the value of the original coin, but are interoperable with other blockchains. Hackers use these tokens to claim Ethereum that was held on the Ethereum side of the bridge. Layla? Well, adding to those losses, more than $80 million turned into vapor in another cyber attack targeting decentralized finance protocols. Losses from the money market platform Qubit Finance, which runs on the Binance smart chain, became the seventh largest exploit on record. The DeFi space, which runs on decentralized applications, or DApps, has been a primary target among cyber criminals in recent months. These DApps, which do not rely on traditional intermediaries, are instead powered by peer-to-peer smart contracts. Qubit says it has contacted the exploiter to offer the maximum bounty and that it is cooperating with security and network partners, including Binance. Uh, We've been reporting a lot on these heists and hacks of cryptocurrency. I thought, Nick, that blockchain technology was basically ironclad. No, actually, it's not ironclad, Layla. You really need to secure uh, basically your wallet uh, since there, since it's decentralized, so there's no bank, there's no FDIC backing things up. The only backup is you. So um, users that have a, a crypto wallet keep it, and they can always prove that the transaction is theirs and this happened. If they don't have the wallet, they are relying on the company or the exchange to hold um, the keys, and that's where... Uh, their things get stolen and they can't prove it. So if you're not actually holding it or or you're not in possession of it, to me, it doesn't exist. (laughs) Scary stuff. (laughs) So on to furthermore, um, Microsoft is disclosing details of a large-scale multi-phase phishing campaign. The campaign uses stolen credentials to register devices on a victim's network to further propagate spam emails and widen the infection pool. 
The tech giant said the attacks manifested through accounts that were not secured using multi-factor authentication. This makes it possible for the adversary to take advantage of the target's bring-your-own-device policy and introduce their own rogue devices using the pilfered credentials. The campaign started with users receiving a DocuSign-branded phishing lure containing a link. Upon clicking, it redirected the recipient to a rogue website masquerading as the login page for Office 365 in order to steal the credentials. By connecting the attacker control device to the network, the novel technique made it viable to expand the attacker's foothold, covertly proliferate the attack, and move laterally throughout the targeted network. That's what every hacker wants to do, Layla. Wow. Well, Microsoft has revealed that it fended off a record number of distributed denial-of-service attacks aimed at its customers last year. One of the DDoS attacks took place in November, targeting an unnamed Azure customer in Asia and lasted a total of 15 minutes. It hit a peak throughput of 3.47 terabytes per second and a packet rate of 340 million packets per second, making it the largest attack ever reported in history. Well, DDoS attacks occur when several compromised devices are employed as a conduit to overwhelm a targeted server, service, or network with a flood of internet traffic with the goal of overloading the systems and disrupting its regular services. The gaming industry emerged as the hardest hit sector, followed by financial institutions, media, internet service providers, retail, and supply chain entities. Nick? Well, Microsoft is shedding light on a previously undocumented Mac Trojan. The tech giant says it underwent several iterations since it first appeared in September 2020, effectively granting it an increasing progression of sophisticated capabilities. The company's Microsoft 365 Defender Threat Intelligence Team dubbed a new malware family Update Agent. It's charted its evolution from a bare-bones information stealer to a second-stage payload distributor as part of the multi-attack waves observed last year. The latest campaign involved the installation of the evasive and persistent AdLoad adware. Update agents' ability to gain access to a device can theoretically be further leveraged to fetch other, potentially more dangerous payloads. Researchers say the actively in-development malware is said to be propagated via drive-by downloads or advertisement pop-ups that masquerade as legitimate software. Layla? Mm. The healthcare industry was the most hacked industry in 2021. There were 500 incidents tied to hacking last year compared with 455 in 2020. And this amounts to a 10% increase in just one year but lower than previous years. In total, nearly 46 million patient records were breached last year. The only year to surpass that total in the last 11 years was in 2015. It was a breach of Anthem that led to a potential data theft impacting nearly 80 million patients. Well, experts say the hacking grew at a slower rate than in previous years, but researchers believe improved defenses are one of the reasons for the decline. Despite any positive trends, data show that hackers are aiming to exploit bigger targets and leveraging more sophisticated means to accomplish their goals, including targeting known vulnerabilities in the healthcare supply chain. Nick? A Tennessee community college suffered a data security attack that may have resulted in unauthorized access to personal information of former and current students, faculty, and staff. 
Pellissippi State Community College's main database and credit card payment systems were not involved, and no data from those systems uh, were accessed by unauthorized users. The investigation did confirm unauthorized access to a system that included names, email addresses, internal identification numbers, and school passwords. The college is sending out notifications about a ransomware attack focused mainly on encrypting school data to force a ransom payment, the Tennessee Board of Regents said in a news release Tuesday. Pellissippi State did not pay a ransom, the Knoxville College said on its website. And when we come back, random honking, stereo turned up full blast, possessed Tesla or exploit. We'll explain after the break. We utilize technology in ways to transform opportunity for the country, for our citizens, and for the world. We're at the forefront of what we're able to do with some of these solutions when you talk about artificial intelligence and analytics and, and what we can do with, with data and how we utilize those solutions to make lives better for everybody future's bright and the possibilities are endless. Welcome back. Supercomputing coming to Mississippi. The Defense Department has unveiled two new ultra-modern research center facilities in Vicksburg that's located along the Mississippi River and about 45 minutes from the capital city of Jackson. The spaces will enable major high-performance computing workloads to help solve some of the nation's most complex and pressing challenges associated with national security. The complex is considered a premier research and development laboratory housing massive supercomputing systems that DOD engineers and scientists can turn to when conducting deeply challenging data-intensive studies. Fresh office space and conference rooms are being provided, as well as 10,000 square feet of raised floor space that is specifically dedicated to fielding large-scale DOD supercomputers. Nick? The Army Engineer Research and Development Center, or ERDC, fielded its first supercomputer in 1990 and began to excel in supercomputing around 92. This is when the DOD formed the High Performance Computing Modernization Program. Since then, Information Technology Laboratory has fielded one of the largest Cray T3E computers in the world, the 12th most powerful supercomputer in the world, and the largest supercomputer within the DOD until last year. The facilities were made possible through the collaborative efforts, including Entergy, to provide a new and cost-efficient solution to on-site backup power using natural gas generators. Leyland? A New York City-based company known for providing audio, web conferencing, and market research services was found exposing a trove of personal and sensitive data to its clients. Civicom Inc. exposed 8 terabytes of records containing more than 100,000 files thanks to one of its misconfigured Amazon S3 buckets. The S3 bucket was left exposed without any password or security authentication, meaning anyone with knowledge of how to find misconfigured databases could have accessed the data. Civicom is home to hundreds of employees with offices all over the U.S., the Philippines, and the U.K. If you're a Civicon customer, you're advised to contact the company and inquire about the incident. Nick? A German teen is being credited with a carjack hack. The 19-year-old security researcher says he was able to hack into over 25 Teslas from around the world. He did it remotely via security bugs in Teslamate, 
The popular open source logging tool tracks anything from Tesla's energy consumption to local history. The vulnerability allowed him to remotely access multiple Tesla features, including unlocking doors and windows and starting keyless driving. The teen also said he could turn on the stereo or honk the horn, as well as view the car's location and whether the driver was present. The researcher does not believe it would be possible to move the vehicle remotely. The teen first revealed news of the vulnerability on Twitter, but wanted but waited to fully detail the issue until the bugs had been fixed. Layla, what do you think about that amazing. little hack? Amazing. <laughs> what I find amazing is that he was only 19 years old and he figured out how to do this. Yeah, he's got a career in front of him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he certainly does. But I tell you, as pretty as they are, those Teslas, I'm a little nervous. I'm not totally sold on the uh, on the electric vehicle. Yep, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. On behalf of Nick and myself, we want to thank you so much for watching. You're now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you again next week. Are your security event notifications impossible to prioritize and act upon? Axelio's Packet Express platform provides total packet visibility that works with your existing analysis applications to enable a comprehensive threat response. Capture any traffic reliably at 100 gigabits per second. Distribute directly from disk to any security application at over 100 gigabits per second to keep up with traffic spikes and growth. Pivot directly from an event into the relevant packets for insightful pre- and post-event analysis. Packet Express for informed decisions and rapid incident response. Excelio. Detect. Disrupt. Defend. Technology is always moving forward. And one of the things that Sirius Federal does really well is understand how the technology pairs with what the business intent is for that customer. Cisco offers a really robust suite of products and solutions that really help move business intent forward, not just solve a singular problem.